Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. Ahoy there, mateys. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. This evening, you guys, I had to bring back Lowell because, you know, we did not finish that that conversation that we started with him the other day. And I just knew that I was going to have to have him back. I know it went on kind of long, and I appreciate you guys that hung in there for the long haul of that episode. I, I really like when the episodes get like that because it just gets super deep. And, you know, and of course, him and Luis and me have been conversating outside of that ever since then too, because he got hooked on the on doing the AI stuff that Luis was showing off that he does a fantastic job at. And of course, you guys can always find more Luis. Now you can find him on the website easily accessed to his website from our website down there. If you click on the bottom, of course, you just got to check that out because while you're over there on the website, you can do some fantastic things like checking out all of our sponsors and things like that because I've been trying to work on the website and make it look a little bit better than it has been being instead of just being your, you know, run of the mill little website. I, any of you guys that have been on there since the beginning know that it's come a long way from where I started it. So we're always adding some new things and including that brand new uh, opening that you guys seen this evening. That's that's because you know I've I've invited Luis and now we got Luna and stuff like that. We we're we're just growing the unconstitutional awakening family and shoot. You know, you guys ever want to keep up a little bit with Lowell? I seen him join the website over there at the UA Social, so uh, that means you guys can just reach out to him even on there, and he's gonna get back to you. I'm pretty sure. So absolutely, Lowell, I do appreciate you coming back to to complete this story. I'm I'm excited for tonight because he said this is where it's gonna get good and spicy, and he's gonna bring us some good some good information tonight, some good things to show us. So. But hopping back a little bit to uh, go ahead and make those plugs for all those fantastic people out there watching us on Rumble and Odyssey and BitChute and everybody listening all those platforms wide. I got the official announcement that Podbean alone just got its 5,000 uh, audio downloads. So, um, And then on the whole entire thing, it's way higher than that, but I was just happy to see that on the, uh, the, main, the main podcast thing there, it was that. 5,000 downloads from that alone. So I thank you guys. That's that's a lot out there and I appreciate it. And everybody else out there listening on Apple and Google and Amazon, everywhere else. I, I couldn't list them all because there's just so many, but you guys can keep helping us keep it going and stuff like that and keep it at all these stations for you if you just give a check out to our sponsors like my buddy over there at Kirk 
Kirk Elliott at kirkelliottphd.com forward slash Jim Bob forward slash. And he's doing the consulting on the gold and silver. But like Luis mentioned before, I think silver is your best bet right now because uh, there's a whole lot going on with gold if you're not paying attention to the world out there. So that's kirkelliottphd.com forward slash Jim Bob. And that's for all your consulting needs, all the good, all of the sea dogs and land lovers alike. And of course, you guys can get over there and check out our local healer that does the energy healing and she makes fantastic candles and even soaps her most recent soap of course is this fantastic swab the deck version right here guys it it i can't even explain it it smells just that fantastic that's peachy key creations you can find her on uh facebook right now is the best way to get a hold of her and you know all you got to do is get out there and keep swabbing your deck until you feel the overwhelming sense of inner of inner content that that she wrote that for me to uh you know try to get you guys to spice it up a little piratey over here so you know of course we also got my buddy ammo can who is back from vacation so he is looking forward to all those orders and going to fill all the ones from last week that you guys probably piled into his thing ammo can's been working on great things from his from from his uh, <clears throat> excuse me from his new ghillie suits to his fantastic plate carriers as well as all of his camping and first aid and survival stuff that's ammo can survival and you can find him over there on instagram and my latest buddy here of course brett pike i think this goes along with everything we've been we continue to talk about those two million people that have walked away from the indoctrination camps this year this is something you need in your back pocket the homeschools connected there's he's built a whole group of people out here that are all just helping each other it's not just him working at it there's a bunch of us out there you know feeding information into this to help teach kids a better way than than you know they've been being taught so you guys hop on over to unconstitutionalawakening.com and you can find all that and all of our merch and stuff like that so it it'll it'll be great to you know help out the show when you can so of course i gotta start things off by asking how is everyone doing this evening wonderful luis how's how has your labor day weekend been buddy it's been good discovered new things so it's been great banda how you doing over there doing good not bad not bad at all mr lowell it's been it's it's been a week since you've been on, but I am so excited that you decided to come back and join us again. I, I, I for one, appreciate you coming over here and hanging out with us. I, I, I think you fit right in with this interesting crowd we already got. How have you been, sir? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's been mostly inside because where I am, it's triple digits. And it's just it was 90 degrees by like 10 o'clock here in an area that, yeah. And the days have had like 40 degree swings, like. 50s at night and then it gets to 100 during the day oh my god well, at least you don't uh, fire this season yeah there was you know we all love mount shasta and if you've been following the news there <clears throat> was a huge fire there just north of it 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 weed is the next community just north of it and the lumber mill caught on fire first so when that went, it took a whole community out with it. They're still trying to contain it. And I think that's like 75% contained, but people have lost their homes. A few people lost their lives. It was really, it hurt to watch that happen. It was awful. The, the mill fire over there near, near yes. Lake Shasta, actually. You would think your tax money would go into controlling these things. You know, there's so much open area out there that's so dry that all it takes is one lightning strike to just start it. 
you know, you, you want to think, well, how did we get to this? Did somebody start that fire? No, nature started that fire. Like the other ones that were there the year before last, it was the same situation on a different side. But I can see where it would be easy, especially when you look at, if you've seen Mount Shasta, when you're, Lake Shasta, when you've driven by there, it's at such a low level that it's just, I don't understand where the water has gone. Didn't they cut back on preemptive burns, uh, California? Didn't they cut those out? And they stopped yes. the uh, fire breaks and burning uh, ahead of time. They cut those all out, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't risk it catching wind and, you know, moving off to another area. Very true. Hmm. Very true. Tax dollars at work right there. So, of course, you know, if you guys are just uh tuning into this technical part two here to the one we just did the other week i advise you hit the pause button and hop back to the previous episode that had lowell on it to make sure that you guys are all caught up to know where we are because as (laughs) you know we're there's it's a hell of a story so far and he's here to complete this story this evening and as he told me he's about to show us some stuff that i don't think anybody else has seen so this is good this is going to be an exciting night very few people have seen it, and I have not shared it online yet. So you, I'm going to premiere these things that um, I haven't shown to anybody else, but they're part and parcel of the story. And if you don't get to see them, then when I talk about artifacts, I mean, that'll sound cool. But when I get to show you the pictures of them, now it'll mean something. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I'm excited. Me too. So we're... Where, I guess where do you want to pick up you you know like you were saying that before we had started that you had uh you guys had already exited Shasta so that's about where we left off last time yeah that's a good spot yeah we kind of covered my experience in Telos and um I don't want to take anything away from that because it was magical it was miraculous you know the universe has got a plan for me that is unfolding and when Telos came along, it took me months to assimilate, you know, what it was first, why me, uh, how did these things happen before I could put that into perspective. And what that was going to turn out to be was my first multidimensional experience. It was going to be the one that I would share with people because Telos resonates with lots of people, as does Shasta, as does Lemuria. All you have to do is kind of wave those things and mention Middle Earth, and you got a lot of people's attention. Well, um, what happened next, I didn't see Telos coming. I absolutely didn't see what was coming after that. So we're going to hyper jump from where we left tell us the beginning of August in 2020 to a return trip to Mount Shasta. And before I'm going to Shasta, the first part of August, I'm due back at um, Mickey Magic's compound in the Santa Cruz Mountains. I had um, driven across country and I was due back there on a Friday afternoon. I was going to spend the weekend. Uh, I used to have an IT company, among all the other things I did, did lots of websites. And so when it came to kind of help Mickey revamp his, because we needed to make it easier for people to buy Andaras from him, um, it was my intention to begin to help. Look, got lots of expertise. So I'll be here for, you know, the weekend. Well, when I got there on Friday afternoon, there was somebody there with uh, her. (laughs) She has an entourage. We'll call her Kumu. 
Now, I hadn't met her before. I didn't know her, didn't know anything about her. But she and Mickey have, well, at that time, two years ago, I had uh, I'd understood that she and Mickey had been healers together in the past, done lots of kind of work with Andara crystals, and um, they have history. So she was there. When she travels, she travels with students that assist her along her path. She has two other colleagues that have also traveled with her. Um, one's a close friend that she's known for a long time, and the other one it has become a friend, and I understand over 10 years, she was a psychologist who had heard about some of these extraordinary phenomenon that was going on around her and wanted to see it from, for herself from a professional perspective. Um, they were all there that day. So when I first got there and went to meet her, she's an older Hawaiian woman. Um, that's where she was born. That's where her family is from. They have a plantation that's been there for generations. And um, she's about my age. So when I went over to you know, introduce myself, I took her hand, you know, to see if I could sense some energy. And there was something there. I just couldn't put my finger on what it was. Well, we spent the rest of the afternoon getting to know one another. Uh, not just me one-on-one. -on -one. Life at Mickey's house takes place on his back deck. And we all sit around the table there. So there could be two people there. There could be 20 people there. It just depends on the day and what's going on, what the weather's like. And, uh, that's kind of life at Mickey's. Um, when we got toward the end of the afternoon, she got up from the table and went over in a corner where Mickey's got lots of plants that grow like crazy in this area. It's called the Enchanted Forest for a reason, and things just flourish there. I didn't know what she was doing over in the corner of the deck until later, but she called me over. And when she did, she asked me to put my arms up around this eight-foot marijuana plant that's in the corner. And she gave me um, an, what, an eliome to chant. So I did it till I felt silly. And then I stopped and I turned around. And by that time, whatever she was done, um, whatever she was finishing doing, she had been completed. And so we stepped into the house to get out of the sunlight. And earlier in the day, she had shown me pictures that she had taken, dimensional images that she had captured along her lifetime. And they were extraordinary. Every time I saw one, I said, well, could I have that? She said, no, you can't have these. But when we stepped in the house, and I'm going to share what I'm talking about with you. I'm going to show you what happened. Bear with me for a moment. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Okay, can you see this image? Yes. Yeah. The pictures that she had taken around that plant were these. She had called in light beings. Now, I'll preface this by telling you she's a hybrid, and I'll explain more about that as we go along. 
but she has a connection to beings in this realm. So this was the first one she took. That was the second image that she'd taken. And then this. And then this. Here's where, when I had my arms around it, that being appears as though it's going in my third eye and kind of out the back and down the back of my chakra. And while this is happening, I get a sensation like there's something on the back of my neck. <laughs> and it's that. Yes, I'm starting to get some downloads. So I don't know what any of this means at the time. And she leaves. So that's Friday. I don't know what to make of it. I, I don't understand it, but they're really cool pictures. And can I have them? And the answer is yes. So later in the evening, she sent them to me so I can begin to digest them. Um, and I still don't really know where this magic came from and how it applies to me, right? You, it looked like you had a question. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I was, I, that was that was pretty fascinating like just the the pictures themselves like that you you touched a little bit on that when you were here last time and those pictures were just even more so like that that i don't just very vivid the 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 light beings i guess as you would refer to them like just right there right on top yes. of everything what, what what was she shooting it with what was the her phone she was using? Was just her an phone. iphone it's crazy she has the ability to capture the dimensional images she sees with her technology. And we'll, as things move along, the last sequence of images that you're going to see, she instructed me to give her my phone. And when she took pictures of that event, which you'll see here shortly, she said, this way, no one will ever be able to say that I took those with my camera and you're my phone, and then I sent them to you. No, 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 they'll always be on your phone. So that was Friday. Saturday morning we get up and uh, Mickey's girlfriend, Kim and I are gonna start to work on the website. And about 10 o'clock phone rings. Oh, it's Kumu. And she's coming back. Now no one knows why she's coming back. But when she gets there around noon, she's got just one student with her. She brought enough Chinese food to feed like two dozen people and these three or four protective cases. So we saw him bringing them up from the car and I didn't know what they were. So while we were sitting around, she opens these cases up after she invites us to have some food. And let's cue that up, shall we? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That's, <laughs> I am. These are, these are fascinating pictures. Like, and of course, you guys know that, you know, if you're out there listening, I'll, I'm going to advise you to make sure to hop over on BitChute or Rumble or Odyssey or something so that you can get the visual of these pictures to understand, like, just, wow, like, I, I, and, it's hard to even explain. And Yeah, uh, this and, isn't really radio information, <laughs> so the podcast will be interesting to hear, I promise, but what I'm going to show you is worth and, seeing. And I wanted to ask, videos. with, with the phone itself she does if she doesn't use anything else it's literally just the device itself that's correct 
because otherwise, because when I see those images, the only thing I think of, because I've done similar effects, is with the prisms. But if she's using nothing and create and having that prismatic effect, honestly, it is very, very interesting. Because yes. uh, the only real way to do that, like if I take my phone and I take a prism, I would put the prism in front of the lens and it would create those aberrations. But sure, finding sure. to create to have those aberrations just happen, that is, and I've shot millions of pictures. So I can tell you that that doesn't happen normally. No. Or it's, and it's not even easy unless you have something. But what is this? This is the first of three ceremonial pipes I'm going to see. And first of all, who gets to see these things? How old is this? Rarely does anybody get to see. And who gets to hold it? Who gets to take photographs of it? Well, the answer was I did this day. And oh, we're not just going to look at them, take pictures. We're going to use these. We won't understand until later that Mickey and I are going to be invited to ceremony. And she brought some, you can kind of see a bud off to the right there. Yeah, she brought some of the blondest buds I've seen in years from her Nana's estate, right? Plus some little container that had almost a copper colored powder in it. So when the time comes, she's going to pull out a screen, put one of these buds in it, dust it with a little bit of this stuff, and she's going to prepare us for a journey. So these, when I asked, how old are they? She said, mm, 30,000 years old. They are all going to have different markings. We're going to see three different ceremonial pipes. None of these came from the same place. Um, they, they, they won't look the same. And she was given coordinates on where to find these. She sent people out on her behalf and said, you may find other artifacts in the area. I don't care what you do with those. But these that I've asked you for, you need to bring these back to me. I took pictures of these because I wanted, there was so much detail and so many symbols on it that it, I just told myself somewhere down the road, I want to understand what these things are. So I, want, I took pictures of them from every angle. Now, this is the weirdest shaped pipe I've ever seen because where you can kind of see her hand is on the left-hand side, that's the mouthpiece. And on the other end, above the top, that's actually where you, know, you would put the bowl. Yeah. So you can't really see the bowl when you're holding it. It's an odd pipe. This was some of the code from the top side of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. This was the opposite side. And if you kind of look past the patina what's that here. What's that discoloration? What's the material like? Just patina. I wish I could tell you what the material was. Because this wasn't stone. wasn't bone. Because it, it looks like felt, stone. It does look like stone, but it wasn't. I'm going to show you something else that also looked like stone. Not metal either. I don't know what this material is. I'm not familiar like with it. Ceramic, I can't describe it. Like a type of ceramic? You, you would think so, but it's not that either. Hmm. This was on the end. And this is <laughs> going to become a theme. Because every one of these pipes has that kind of ET look on some part of it machine else? this was actually under on the bottom side 
And if you can kind of zoom in from wherever you are, if that's possible, I don't know that I've I can got, zoom I've got it well. on the full yeah. screen, so this will be okay. good for people if to I see. That's it, good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yes. That's great. Wow. Oh God, what is this? See the alien hey. face on the top and see yeah. the body and the bottom. Yeah, that's type one. <laughs> Enough to blow you away, right? Yeah, that's. And where, where um, was this found it, originally? Where, what's she, the... didn't, she didn't give us any details on where it's found. Look, um, many people have asked me, God, can I get in touch with her? She's not interested in that. She's not interested in bringing any attention to Fair. herself. Her work here has been to assist in clearing dark energies all her life. When you learn a little bit more about who she is, and we'll talk about that shortly, yes. um, then you'll get a better idea of how she may have come across any of this. So this was what, pipe number two. The carvings, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Bandit. With, with, the, with the carvings or any of the, uh, you know, the pictures, what, what, do, they, what do they mean? I'm beginning to understand what some of these symbols are. And that was my whole purpose. But all of that has really only come to play in the last two months. I have, I've heard star language, and that's a different discussion altogether. Uh, I've had some people send me messages using star language. And since an activation while I was in Shasta, I can understand all those star languages. Don't ask me why, but I understand what they're saying. Um, so this was the next pipe. And I want to draw your attention. There's, there's a symbol on here that I, later on, when I start to study the symbols, I find at least one common symbol between this and the next pipe you're going to see. And see that one that kind of looks like a teepee? I'm not quite sure how else to describe mm -hmm. it. Just keep that in your mind and remember what it looks like. So um, that was the side. And here's where these symbols, I want to understand what these are, what they represent it, and what they mean on this pipe. And, and any Native American uh, collective close by that has anything close to proximity to this? Because I mean, you know, if so it was going to be that. Native tribes that could have symbolism similar to this that's why i'm curious about it if they're actually thirty thousand years old i could see where these might be um um oh Damn i mean it. it's hard to it's hard to to measure i mean it's hard to believe anything is thirty thousand years old uh it's i'm not saying it's impossible i'm saying it's like how do you even come close to verifying it without actually doing some carbon 14 dating by an institution? Yeah. Yep, That's correct. The tricky part. This is the back part, back side of that. That is. <laughs> Doesn't it look like a being presenting a smaller being to a spaceship above it? Yeah, blast off. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I can so tell this, you that's, that, that's something I can tell you that that's like uh especially you mentioned that copper tone. It's like that sounds like dimethyltryptamine. Yeah. That was the copper tone. And people mentioned blasting off and meeting these beings. The beings that are written on that is beings people have seen. Exactly. That had to come from somewhere. You're absolutely right. Um, I took a, uh, a close-up of this one because if you look closely at the top of this it almost looks like one of those beings kicking back having a smoke right that's mm -hmm. how i interpret it 
So here is what the top of this other pipe looks like. And remember that symbol that we looked at on the other pipe? The TP that you said? Yeah. Oh, uh, so second. This actually goes along with what I'm about to say. It's like um, it looks like that one right there, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, look, going, it's the same one. Going back to what Louis yeah. said, um, finding if there's anybody that reads like symbols and stuff, because regardless if you know whatever you believe as far as like aliens coming from above or below, um, chances are they visited more than just people here in the United States, you know? Absolutely. There are going to be a common, a, a common, somebody's going to see a common symbol from this that's been used in another carving that maybe they've seen and that they know what it means. So I've got to believe Ben, that this back out, then, somebody might recognize maybe just one symbol on here and that'll be a place to start. Right. I, yeah. I don't disagree with that, but that's, Look, they used symbols to communicate back there, back then. Um, if you look closely at this one too, look at this end, you can see another alien face image in this side of this pipe, right? And and, and it feels like what? As you said, it doesn't feel like ceramic. It doesn't they feel like... like they are stone. They're that heavy, but it's not stone. Would you think possibly some form of crystal? And I know first people's first thought when they think crystal is something see-through, but there are lots of crystal stones that aren't crystal actually. Pipes. People yeah, there's crystal pipes. Yeah, it's quite possible. That's actually a really good idea, Jim Bob. And you know, I'll I'll sit with that for a while because it makes sense to me. Now this piece looked more like I, I call it a medallion because I don't know what else to call it. You can see the alien face at the bottom again, but it took me a while to understand this. And when I that might be learned a female. who she was, it's a That's hybrid giving birth. It's a female. Does it make sense? See it? It looks like a snake coming out of them. Uh-huh. Look closer. You can kind of see an alien baby. I see it. I this see it. Okay. The back I see side. It. So again, here is this being holding up this child for that spaceship above her. What the hell is that? That looks very mushroomy. Yeah. Crazy. This is absolutely fascinating, though. The spaceship looking thing above, too. Sacrificial. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what's you, going you on. This is guys. I'm not, yeah, you're not, you're a few you're not the people. Only type that you know have to submit a sacrifice. I mean, there's many different um, examples of human or any type of being sacrifices being made. So I don't know I'm, that I would call this a sacrifice. I think this is just a presentation. Of, presentation you know, could be presentation to yes. the, for the beings of the from above, right? Yeah. Then we get to this. This is called a phoenix. And it looks like a weapon. Now, I'm not going to call it that, but I understand how it works is by sound and vibration. It, I would say it's made out of stone. 
But if it's as old as she says it was, it didn't have a nick or chip on it anywhere. I've got some closer pictures of it. So you can see, here's what it looks like when you're actually holding it. I love that thing. Yes, I was going to get to hold it in one hand. And that's, see, you can kind of get the scale of what it is. And then we have this. This is a portable time machine. And if you look closely, you can see that there's some graphics on the bottom. This piece that kind of looks like the top of a turtle shell on the right-hand side, when you take it off, it's got like four little prongs that fit perfectly into this space. The piece above it that looks like it has an eye on it, yeah, that's removable. And when you take it out, it has another image on the backside. And when you remove it entirely, there's another image below that. Then that other piece that's on the left-hand side, that's the Tesla-type um, power source for this. And it has to be perfectly balanced. Those are two separate pieces, and they just don't fit together tightly. It has to be balanced in order for this to work. And the thinking is that once this is in place and you get yourself in whatever state you want to be, you breathe your intention over it and you walk down whatever timeline you wish to go. <laughs> I'll let you take that in for a little bit. Now, I'm not quite sure why I'm getting to see these. Maybe it's just to, for her to validate who she is and what she does and you know what she has access to. I really don't have the answer to that yet. Nonetheless, I got to see these things, use them, take pictures of them to be able to share later on and to understand what those codes are all about. When we get to the end of this day, on Mickey's property, that's kind of on a hill. The house is up on a top level. And then below, he's got a beautiful Andara spiral that's energetic as hell. And um, we're invited to go down there around five o'clock in the afternoon again. Oops. Did you get to touch the time machine thing? Like outside of the box? Did you? Yeah, I had to put machine? it together. And it was a bitch trying to get the thing to balance. <laughs> I, I was going to tell you guys one thing. Um, the reason why they found these symbols also familiar is because the Tainos in the Caribbean design things similarly. Um, let me oh, I'll set, uh, once you finish this, so I can I'll show you. That's okay. Go ahead. It, I'm just queuing no, up no, no, the pictures. Because yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting. Um, I'm looking right now at more images because the, there are a few symbols that were like, huh. The style is not that far off. I mean, oh, here's the here's even the language. Yeah. So when Mickey and I get down to the spiral, um, she's already at the other end of it. And so we're kind of sitting on the side waiting for instructions. And she's beginning to take pictures. Now that is not the sun. And doesn't it look like I'm holding something? Well, in reality, I'm not holding the damn thing. But if you look really closely, it looks like I'm holding something. And if I was to guess, I thought, well, is it like a baby dinosaur? That's exactly so what I thought. Uh -huh. She said, 
it's a serpent. Okay. That was just a little closer picture of it. Yeah. In this dimension, I'm not holding anything. And then this happened. What she explained is that this is Shiva rising to protect me for what I'm going to be faced with next. And this was one more, one last dimensional picture she took. She said, notice how it looks like you're leaning? Yeah, every dimensional picture looks like that, but I'm standing up straight. Then we get to the middle of the spiral. She says, I want you and Mickey to stand behind, but in the middle of the spiral is a huge Andara crystal that Mickey was gifted from the woman whose property it came from when she passed along. Mickey had put a white angel behind it. And when we took our places, Mickey said, can you feel the angel vibrating? Well, when I put my hand on top of it, I'll be damned. There's some energy that's moving here and you can feel it. So this is the first picture of light beings that she's invited in again. I thought when I first experienced that, that it was a sunblast, but the sun wasn't even coming from that direction. And it was so dense, I couldn't see through it. Now you can kind of see around it. And Mickey's girlfriend had been sitting on a bench at the end. And around the edge, I could see Kim, but there's no way I could see past that. And that. And that one's my favorite one. The way it just, the way it just like greatly changes shape. Like I understand mm -hmm. what Luis was saying earlier about the, about the prism, like art form and taking pictures and this, like just, just being off of a camera phone is just like mind blowing. Yeah, I the know. Only, the only other thing I can think of, and I'm just trying to be like, trying to find the answer is like the lens is cracked on the, on her phone. And on purpose, and that's how she can create these images. If you crack the lens, but if you if other phones are producing the same things, then it's like that's kind of like the the strangest part of it all. But that's the only thing I can think <laughs> of because it's consistent. There's some consistency, but there isn't like that's not consistent with other effects I've seen. Yeah, the weird circular thing that's happening in that one is particularly fascinating, yes. especially at the bottom because again. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind even of if she cracked the lens. Yeah, even if she cracked the lens, yeah. the, the aberrations are all over the place. Right. Because I'm trying to justify like, what is this? Because anybody looking at this will first say, well, they're just playing around with the lens. Mm -hmm. That's what they'll say. Of course they will until they experience for themselves. And that's a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. um, so when she finished with these pictures, I wouldn't see these until later in the evening. And so after our time was done, she left again. And we had enough of a conversation before she left. And we were going to realize I was going to be in Shasta at the end of the month to um, present at a conference there. She was going to be there the week before and to meet some people. 
And we decided that we would find some time together there because look what I knew about her. I didn't know anything about her anymore other than what we kind of passed while everybody else was, you know, she becomes some mysterious lady showing you amazing artifacts and unexplainable photos. So of course you're just genuinely curious. I I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Until later in the evening when I got to see these, I still had lots of questions. So the, I had, she had planned to be at, in Shasta the week before this conference. She was going to arrive on Sunday and uh, be there with the idea she was departing on Saturday. I was going to arrive on Wednesday. So certainly in there, we were hoping to find some time to get together. And it wouldn't be until Friday that we would actually have a chance to sit down. So if you're familiar with it at all, we met up at Panther Meadows and just grabbed our chairs and sat over in a park space, and I got to know who she was. And that's when I began to hear um, about who she was. She's the hybrid. She, um, she's half human and half light being. And back when, in the early 50s, when apparently whatever government agency, whatever entity was aware and had um, ET phenomenon, whether they were craft and that technology or whether they had some exotic DNA that they had extracted from bodies that they had found, they certainly understood that these beings had some capabilities that we did not. And of course, they're interested in exploring that. I can understand from a military perspective, which was theirs, they wanted to understand what this was. So back in the early 50s, they looked for volunteers that would be willing to participate in such a program where DNA would be crossed and we would see what would come of it. Her father was one of those guys that volunteered. Now her mom was unaware of any of this. And it wasn't until five years old, she, people began to recognize she had capabilities um, that we did not have. She had connections to clearly higher realms that we didn't have. And she was put in a program with other kids that had similar capabilities. Um, When she got to be 18, I think she left the program and that's when she went out on her own. She, without question, um, is not interested in attention. She doesn't work for the government, but she's done work for the government. When they've come across some phenomenon that they couldn't understand what it was, they've called her in more than once. Sometimes she couldn't help them, but there were a few times when she could. Um, So when we sat to get acquainted, I'll show you some of the things she brought out. Now, there's a lot of things I'm going to talk about that people are unfamiliar with. And I just asked you to just be open to it. Bring it. That's the kind of stuff I like. Or the unknown. You've come to the right group to say that. (laughs) Well, when you said I was going to fit in, yet here I am. So there's a few things I'm going to show you here. 
first. All right. Um, yeah, let's start there. It, and I'll say, no, no, no matter what, the designs of that past piece you showed us was definitely identical to the styles that you could find hundreds of years ago. So mm -hmm. there's definitely yes. a correlation so either thousands or hundreds or whatever the scale it is definitely a style that was present in the past here yeah uh, i you know when i saw those indian like representations it made me think that those were mayan so I'm not sure if that's where they came from. I can't speak to it, but that's what resonates with Because there's a lot so, of Mayan artifacts that were destroyed uh, yes. back in the day. So we yeah. only have a fraction of a fraction of what existed thanks to the Spanish. Damn freaking Spanish conquistadors destroying everything. Please one day I think that there's still a lot of stuff that's still under the ground that we have not yes. discovered yet. That one yes, day we will. Possibly, there are, yes. Hey, there are entire civilizations that are reemerging from yes. the, the Amazon rainforest due to deforestation, like stuff that had never even been seen by satellites. Um, America Before, if you want to learn more. That book is a great starting point for that. They, they, this, they go over those elements, and it's, it's truly fascinating. The history of the Americas, potentially we had cities in the Amazon 40,000 years ago. Oh, they... Of Some millions of, those, of people. They've seen them, and like the smallest one that they have found so far was like population of like 50,000. But these big, these things are reemerging because of, because of deforestation, that they are massive civilizations, like huge metro areas. Yeah. And it's crazy we're discovering it because we're destroying the garden we potentially built. Oops. Amen. Yeah. Well, what I'm holding here, she um, showed me five stones about the size of the one that's in the middle of my palm. The one that's at the top is a shard from it. And they were all in a plastic bag. And so there was some dust from this, too. She explained to me that she had been in Middle Earth when she arrived on Sunday, and she brought these rocks back from it. To me, it looked like obsidian, but almost with like blue and green Andara flecks in it. There is a guy in Mount Shasta who has a crystal shop, and his name is Maziba. And if you ever go there, <laughs> you need to stop in his shop because clearly Maziba is cosmically oriented. He is definitely from somewhere else. And if anyone was going to be able to validate it, and I'd met him through Mickey because they've known each other for a long time. Uh, I took it to Maziba and he put it under a light. And I said, somebody told me that these came from Middle Earth. What can you tell me? When after he looked at it, he said in his way, um, well, these originated in the Heart Nebula. And the Heart Nebula is the constellation? Yeah, that. So I'm not sure how they passed through Middle Earth or where they came from, but that's where they came from originally. She gave me the shard to keep. Later that evening, I was staying with friends and we were all in an Airbnb. So I was showing them the shard and explaining what I had learned about it. And um, there's one of us among us, Kathy. 
who is into you know quantum hypnosis and she's led lots of people on journeys she's very connected to other things um has take people into sessions and can walk through them on their timelines and explain what she sees on the way back um kathy had held that shard like everybody else and at the end of the night i'd taken it put it back in the plastic bag and put it in the same pocket where I carry uh, uh, an Andara of my own. It's in the shape of a healing wand. In fact, I got it from Kathy. Well, the next day when we got up, Kathy was ill, so ill that she wasn't getting out of bed for a while. And when the rest of us went off to the um, event, she stayed in bed for a little while longer. It wasn't until afternoon she felt better. When I reached in my pocket later in the day, and I pulled out that baggie that it was in, and the Andara I carried, the Andara that I have is, it's a really dense, um, here, I'm gonna show it to you really quick, and we'll come back to this. It looks like that. Really a dense healing Andara. After it had, spent time in my pocket it looked like it was peppered on the inside there were black dots everywhere on it well it took us a little while to figure it out there must have been some kind of dark energy that that little thing had carried and so both kathy and the andara did their job and they extracted it out i had to take it to the headwaters to clear it but when i did that black stuff went away. So whether we transmuted that negative energy into light, that's, in our opinion, what had taken place that day. Yeah, by chance, do you have any pictures before when it was like peppered? I didn't take a picture of it, and I wish I did, you know, because I'm the only one who, well, Kathy and I and the others that were there got to see what had happened. Um, there's a lot of things I wish I would have taken pictures of along the way uh, that just wasn't one of them. Um, then we got to this, this, and we might as well take you in there and there. As we were, after she gave me the stone, that was when she was telling me about herself, her family, her father. Um, and there was something else for me because I had questions of my own. Can you tell me what I'm doing here and why me? And there was, for about a month before this meeting, I had been on a tear to understand the Emerald Tablets. I like to learn lots of things, but I didn't really understand why I was such on a tear to learn that. And every time I heard a reference to Toth, you know, the old God of wisdom, it resonated like crazy with me. Well, I was certainly aware that Toth intends to return and he'll be back to assist Gaia through her ascension. It's been suggested that he's going to embody in some vessel here to do that. And I'm going to be told that that's what I'm being prepared for. So what's in this red container is Ethereum. And if you don't know anything about Ethereum, it's basically to, to cut short to it, and I read 42 pages of what I found on it, 
internet archive server from a channeling in the mid 90s about what that stuff was. It's prima matra, it's creation material. This particular version of it is half Ethereum and half light. So whatever is inside of her and whatever is inside of the light beings you're gonna see I'm introduced to is contained in this. So at an eighth of a teaspoon a day, it's going to take me about 10 days to ceremony through this. So at the end of this evening, this is Friday, uh, when we get finished, she invites me to a ceremony. There's an energetic pyramid on some private property there that she's done lots of ceremonies with. And there are three people that have come in from Miami to go through ceremony with her, help clear and so um, she invited me to go along. This is that energetic pyramid. That's cool. In the corners, there's four chairs. And so I thought I'm a tag along. No, no, Lowell, you're going to sit in the fourth chair. Is and before them? it began, she hands me this. Now, I'm not quite sure what it means, but it's certainly attractive and I've got curiosities about Egypt, but I, nothing beyond that today. Well, during my part of the ceremony, and I get into that meditative state. And by the way, those artifacts I had mentioned to you earlier, she also brought that day. So in the middle of this, where um, that's Susan, where Susan was standing, she laid out a blanket. And all those artifacts that I showed you, she laid out there. She also had a few others that I didn't get to see before. One of them looked like a rock with almost like melted copper on it, like nothing I've ever seen. And then she had a crystal skull that was blue. She said it was on Dara. I'd have no way of validating what it was, but I, in fact, saw a blue crystal skull that night. Um, we were not invited to touch any of those that night. And I wasn't going to ask about it. I understood that when I had an opportunity to see them and touch them before, that that was special. And I wasn't going to say, well, I didn't get to touch any of these. It was just better for me to keep my mouth shut because she had not invited anybody but to look at it. She took them around to each person to show it to them, but nobody was handling them that day, which just, it, it meant something more to me than even what it was before. To make a long story short, what I saw in my meditation, my journey that evening, I saw myself lifting off the top of the Great Pyramid and exposing the halls of Amenti for all of humanity. Here's the time we're supposed to access it. And there are two of those tablets that have been forbidden previously that won't be forbidden this time. Take a breath. And so um, that's the end of that day. By the time we got back to where these people were staying, it was almost midnight. And she was due to leave the next morning. Well, she turned to me before I was saying goodbyes to everybody else that I'd met that night. And she said, there's one more ceremony I want you to participate in tomorrow. So if you just meet us here at noon, we'll all drive out together. And So I and agreed to do that. Go ahead. I take it, I take it you were still taking whatever was it you know nope. uh 
what you had mentioned from the red vial or whatever earlier were you still not, doing not that this day okay no this was okay. straight up all right just curious just curious mm-hmm. um good question separate separately was that her in the in the past post in the previous image in the inside no. of the pyramid that's somebody else no that's susan that's a friend of hers that travels with her okay she's um, one of those colleagues gotcha gotcha no that's good to know good to know all right let this me is, queue up these other ones yeah. you having fun guys <laughs> dude this is uh, like these some of these artifacts and then that you know that other crystal you brought up i've heard you know, rumors of those floating around and those existing, but they've been damn near mined out of existence from the areas that they were being found at or the areas they were being found at. The government shut them down and you can't get caught over there looking around for them anymore. Well, where Mickey got them was on private land. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against them whatsoever. No, I don't know. No, I understand. You know, like I, I yeah. just like, like I know a, a lot of these crystals are like crystals of legend in in like the crystal world they're they're damn hard to obtain because Correct. because there There's is so few of them. them. Yeah. Right. Now the only other area we were aware of at the time was uh, a a spot in South Africa, but it was next to a diamond mine. No one's getting close to that and the people that had the diamond mine had no idea what these Andaras really were. So on this Saturday, we're going to take a trip past Weed, north of Mount Shasta, out into an area where there's really nothing out there. Uh, it's an area where there's uh, a veterans memorial park. And within it, there's a beautiful sculpture garden. When you see that image on the top, it kind of looks like an alien to me, doesn't it? I don't know that that's what the artist had in mind, but that's what it reminded me of. So there were four vehicles. There was about a dozen people, including myself. And when you get to this space, you drive back to a circular area where um, after you park your cars, there's like seven spines that go off in different directions and um, walk you out to different sculptures. This is, I happen to know this is just this beautiful right scenery away. in general. Like it, that. Oh, that place is gorgeous. It's between two mountain ranges. And it's said that there's a lot of activity, um, ET okay. activity right. there, because there's nothing else out there. It's wide open. It's easy for them to get to. And there's nothing else there out to, to, for people to go. I took a picture of this right away because it struck my attention and I, I, re- I liked it. Well, the, the other vehicle is empty, and now her team's getting kicked into gear. They've been given medicine in terms of the medicine they were given was uh, a combination of sage and lavender. So they're going to position themselves on, like, the four points of a compass, and they're going to ask whatever beings are there to allow us access and permission um, for this journey to take place. She's been here many times before. She knows the um, uh, caretaker for the property and his wife, who was there that day. But when I got closer to looking at it, uh, this sculpture is called Nurse. So she came over once she got everyone else situated, and I just opened up the back of my car. Uh, I got my chair out, and she said, I want you to go over by that statue over there. And it's called Nurse. 
she hands me a piece of paper and goes, this is your medicine. I want you to go over, sit in your chair, take this, and I'll come over for you in just a moment. So once she got everybody else situated, I'm sitting in my chair. There was a family that had kind of come through, and I just took this picture for scale. Because when I first sat in front of it and looked at it, I went, oh, my God, that's the size of a Lemuria. That's an eight or nine foot being. This is the scale on what it looks like when you stand next to them. So I took a picture of myself next to it so you could see what I look like next to Alex and the rest of the guys I've known. Well, she begins to explain to me what is going to happen next, that she's going to show me how I'm going to orient myself because I'm going to lie underneath that statue. She said, I want you to get your intent right. If you have questions, I want you to get them in your mind on what it is that you want satisfied. And I had to. One of them had to do with this whole idea about me and Toad. And the other one, I had some questions about relationships between the emerald tablets and the crystal skulls, because there is a relationship between them. Um, then she said, here's where she said, I want you to give me your phone, because I'm going to take pictures with yours. No one can ever say that these pictures were not taken with my phone and that I sent them to you in another way. Um, we're going to proceed. So I'm over by the tree. She is over here on the other side, and she's going to begin to take pictures of what's going on. That was the first image. Can you clearly see the Casper-shaped light being? When I went into this intent, I had said, look, if all of this is what you're trying to tell me is true, and this is really what the universe has in mind for me, show me one light being and I'll buy it all. I'll do whatever it is that you want me to follow and do, I'll buy it all. Well, not one showed up, four showed up. She took a sequence of pictures about what was going on around me, and there would be a place where I'm going to have physical contact. If I'm going too quickly and you want to spend a little more Luis, time, just Luis, say I, so. I, I, think, I think this series of pictures alone debunks the screen crack because, like, it moves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, of course. And that's why I was asking if if anybody's seeing if she's putting any objects in like, front just of the wow. lens. Like, just wow. Just if she's not wow. putting any objects in front of the lens, Look at then this. I have no idea what this is. I, I do implore again, everybody out there that's listening, take the time out of your day to come and watch this episode. Yeah, because if she's not putting any crystals or anything in front of the, the glass, then no, -uh, she's just holding my phone up, taking pictures. And I've got an iPhone like everybody else. No, I mean, you put a crystal in front of the lens. Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand. Now, here is where I'm having physical contact. Now, first of all, while I'm laying there, I hear something just off to my right. And if I had to characterize it, I'd say it had to be the biggest hummingbird I've ever encountered. It had like a vibration that went, you know how they are when their wings flap. Well, I heard it for a while and then it went away. So I didn't know what else to make of it. I just kind of put it on my mind until it started again on my left hand side. And now I'm starting to take in that if this was a critter, like a hummingbird, they don't stay in one place. They hover and they move. These were stationary. And then it stopped again. 
Then one more time, it began behind my head. And this time when I heard it, I could feel energy from the top of my head pass all the way through my body. And whatever light they engaged, whatever physical contact took place was palpable. You could feel it. And I'm still at a loss for the right way to describe what any of that was. This is three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. <laughs> How did you feel uh, like in your mind at the time? Did you see anything? Like I was just thing? taking it in. Now you see this green thing at the top of the screen? Yes. What is yes. that? That is a ship spinning. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, I put these in order by timestamp of when the pictures were taken. Yeah. So that happened before these last few photos. That was clearly rotating, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, That's and why like, she took so many of them so you could see how the orientation changed on it. And, and you, were you just you two alone? Yes. I'm, I'm, Everyone I'm, else is off in that circular area over there, with the I mean, exception of um, the caretaker's wife. When we came in, she was sitting in a chair. And I didn't know who she was, but she was dressed in white. Apparently, she's been there before to assist, and she just holds space. It wouldn't be until after this was over when I left, and most of the rest of them had left. She went over to Kumu and said, well, I'd really like to, you know, meet Lowell. Would it be okay? I don't want to disturb him. She said, no, 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 go over and talk to him. She said, well, no, I don't want to disturb him. So she and her husband came over, and I learned a few things. Uh, they're both sweet people. I learned that her husband was going through, like, stage three cancer. And I certainly had some Andara crystals with me. Definitely, he'd benefit from healing modalities that they have because they carry consciousness. So I gave him one and I can't tell you how grateful the guy was. But during that time when we were talking before I left, that's when I was talking about those three instances where I heard what I thought was hummingbirds. In the meantime, I looked all over the scrub brush. There's no animals in the area at all. And so when I mentioned it, she said, yeah, I heard them too. It was three times. I said, yeah, thanks for validating that because I hadn't heard it until then. I mean, I'm that's... Take a break for a moment. Oh, no, no. I mean, that's... No, you know, that's a, that, that's a lot to take in. But sitting here looking at these pictures, like, firsthand, it's, yeah, I'm looking for it's just crystals, fascinating. <laughs> and, and definitely, you know, there's... As Luis has pointed out time and time again, like there's just things about these photos that good good luck on trying to debunk that because that's just a that's just an intro. Those are things that I don't know you you don't well, see them happening on the regular, of course. But I mean, you, a lot of these cameras nowadays are at such you know, like high megapixels and so many frames per second that it doesn't surprise me that it would be able to catch just that at the right frame and stuff like that, you know, and, and obviously there was such a presence around you that they were 
making themselves visible in whatever spectrum they were in at the moment through you know through the that lens which i'm all about that kind of stuff you know i believe there's even right now with me i don't doubt even with you there sir even with luis you know like some sort of not visible to our eyes beings around us i know i know bandit has experiences too that he's even just like whoa like I love hearing you say that, Jim Bob, because that's absolutely the truth. We are only aware of what's around us based on our vibration. When your vibration's higher, guess what? All of that stuff that's in that same realm that vibrates at the same level you do, you'll experience. And this was not meant to be just Lowell. Lowell's the first one. And he's going to teach the rest of you how we do it. When she handed me my phone back, she said, these are for your portfolio. And I didn't know what the hell that meant at the time. Well, I was going to learn what it meant later, that when the time came for me to tell my story, and people have extraordinary stories they share, mine will be different because here's the pictures. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, in, in the, in the, modern times that we live in that's the first thing that a lot of folks are looking for is like photographic proof of things and and sitting here just staring at these pictures myself on my screen it's just like wow you would you would have to go through ridiculous amounts of anything to try and fake this like this is these are the the spaceship thing really blew my mind like i'm not even going to the lights were amazing and really need to look I'm gonna at pull them back up for you because but that I spaceship was <laughs> like that clearly i could see in the different sequence of pictures something clearly rotating over the top like that but, was but, but that's the curiosity i have and and because i'm in my mind like again so the, i want to under, understand all of it's true but i also feel like it looks like somebody's physically holding holding a floating object like in doing this in front of like literally in the top front of the lens like that's a floating piece and they're just rotating it in front of the lens is what again how i can recreate that image and i'm i'll check my prisms but that's the thing is if there's other person that can see that that she is not holding absolutely anything to the lens that's i mean that's that's the tricky part because that's, that's what I'm explaining. That's how I would un- comprehend it in relationship. Sure, to- sure. No, no, no. I understand that's how most folks would. But I mean, me sitting here just looking at that, that is clearly something rotating. Yeah. Like you can definitely see the different aspects of it as it rotates. And it's got, it's got almost, it almost seems as if it has like a hexagonal shape to it that you're looking at it almost sideways. You know, like it has edges coming into each other like this is this is from my perspective anyway and it's 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 amazing how it just comes in and then the sequence of pictures that you show after it is just the overabundance of light coming from yes. the ground all around you and such and it's just like okay whatever showed up in that ship is totally now hanging out beside you right now like mm-hmm. and and the thing about it is is that i've i have said for quite some time you know many years now that no your your aliens are like more kind of interdimensional and 
they're different kinds of beings and stuff like that. Like they're interdimensional beings that are right here with you right now and they can make themselves visible if they so chose to. And I, I totally believe there's other forms and other, other alien type beings, I guess you would say, but I really believe like this. I've seen this kind of belief and talk and different kind of things in other religions, I guess, as far as light beings and like to me, and this is just me. You guys are always welcome to take it however you want to take it. But to me, this almost looks like just hardcore proof of the existence of interdimensional beings of some sort. Interdimensional something going on here. I'm glad. It's good to hear you're just open enough to consider it. Look, these aren't going to resonate with everybody. And they're not meant to. But the ones that, you, that do resonate with it, they're meant for you. And again, when I say that I'm not supposed to be the only one, I'm the first one. And if you believe the shift is as imminent as it is, which I believe, we're getting prepared to be able to have contact with these interdimensional experiences that are around us now. These benevolent beings, these are six dimensional they were elders that showed bring up it because i got some questions interdimensional beings and this yes. this vibrational sound is going out to all of you all across everywhere like <laughs> bring it because i have got some questions <laughs> what are fairies <laughs> <laughs> you know since i've done this i've taken pictures back in mickey's place back behind his place he's got a forest that's beautiful and i've been able to capture some fairies if you want to see them with my camera back there now that i'm in a place where i can experience things in different dimensions now when people look at it at first i wondered whether i had the ability to hold the phone and take those pictures well i proved it to myself and yes i could they look like green and blue lights and they're yeah they were not and, and those, flares. Listen, exactly, and those are the fascinating phenomenons that listen that are the, much harder to dismiss. There, I, I will one hundred percent back up fairies and their existence, and don't uh, don't ever take the gift they leave because it's a trap. Just just don't ever take the gift they leave because it's a trap. Like you can leave them gifts, but don't take their gifts back because they'll leave you things and they'll, they expect something in return. If they leave you, and I know I sound like a nut job, but that's okay. But they will leave you things and expect you to take them and expect you to leave something in return. And if you don't leave something in return, they are going to be mischievous towards you in ways that you're going to be like, you know, what the hell? This is annoying as hell. And it's, I'm telling you it's fairies, bro. Fairies are, a hundred percent. Like, I th I I really believe that you can see things on a different perspective when you're younger. Um, you know, like chill, like when children Ch are children at a certain up to, right up there. To seven, that's up to look, seven years. Up to seven years old. I see this. I see the. I see it right there. That's prior the to first seven one years I old. ever took. Prior to seven years old, you have a. High you can see all this with the naked eye. I mean, in your there it is. Oh body. man, I see it. Both that's one up, the one down. That's pretty. That's a beautiful now, day too. <laughs> oh, there's two That's a mad huge day trees altogether. on Mickey's property. One's a grandmother tree. It's this one. And when I took a picture of it, that light was coming from inside the tree, not outside the tree. This cavity, this the space is huge. I and imagine. I, when I believe me, 
This is going to sound like it's really crazy, but Mickey knows that there's a white owl that lives inside this tree. I know it sounds fairy taleish. It's the enchanted forest. What do you expect to see? I mean, white owls are prominent in your region of the United States. Yes. That's cool. <sighs> so the and owls are continues. huge. I'm sorry to interrupt, just to burst in, but I was uh, mm-hmm. owls. Just to add to your point there, Luis, I don't know how many people have actually seen owls face to face. But I want to, I want you to know massive, man. that they are huge and they will, I mean, owls aren't little bitty birds. Like you're, I don't know what, I don't know where they put in our head that owls were smaller than they are, but owls will terrify the crap they, out of they, you they, they, and they sneak up on you because you can't hear them flap like this size yeah. to like the average is like this size. No, they get barn owls, bigger. bro. Barn owls, barn owls are, are get much bigger. Right. Of course. There's and a few, have but, you seen, have you seen how long their legs are? Oh, they talons. I mean, those talons are... No, their legs, period. Oh, yes. Under all uh, of those feathers, they have some of the longest legs in the bird family. It is ridiculous. And they're good silent. for reaching. Yep. Yeah. They're st- stealthy killers. How do, Sorry for the tangent. See. Just owls. No, 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 like... no. One last thing. Do you know why they, they can rotate their head 280 degrees? Yeah, it's crazy. Only because their eyes are not uh, round. Their eyes are actually shaped like a tube inside their head. Mm-hmm. Because of the light gathering, it allows that they can see just a shade under as good at night as they can during the day because their ability of their eyes to gather light, their eyes don't move inside their skull. Their skulls move. If you watch, their eyes don't move inside their head. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, we've considered them beings of, of high intellect and like, uh, of, of that, like we have worshiped them for multiple I think like, so. Them, it's interesting like, that ravens and something else. They seem to be like the bearer of good news, or they'll carry... yeah. Ravens are messengers. That's right. Well, owls too. They carry something with them in the spiritual world, or wisdom, uh, like inter- interdimensional, or whatever. We well, yeah, wisdom or whatever. Where, where, where we connect it to them? Like yeah, that. they they they're one of those be- uh, uh, birds or animals or anything they're one of the few that actually symbolize something in another dimension or another world i know it has nothing to do with harry potter man no that came way before harry potter <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundreds of years before. Yeah. i mean the greeks were idle thousands of years ago like thousands of years ago harry potter is just star wars well, somebody yes. will reference oh you got that info off of harry potter no man this goes beyond I mean, th- those are usually twenty-year-olds that have not read. <laughs> but, but see, but, but see, but see, I see. I, I believe that all of that stuff has a sense of predictive programming in it, and puts those ideas yes. out there. And if you're not keen to that message, then you're. It's kind of the same with this. The stuff that we're talking about tonight. Like, if you're not kind of keen to the message, a lot of it's going to go over your head, and yeah. or you're gonna you're gonna think that it's just an, 
You're going to think that Lowell and me are having such a great conversation because we're both just completely out of our damn mind, and that's okay. <laughs> I want you to think I am and double check all this crazy stuff we're talking about because there's a lot of these there's a lot of these things that he's talking about that you can actually dig around and you know find things about the crystals that he's discussing and these light beings and stuff like that like this isn't this isn't new information at least from my perspective this isn't new information this is just someone else actually it's having to require you to do some digging though. but but it's going to require is, more than wikipedia oh right? absolutely more than wikipedia absolutely you're gonna have to get the way back machine out for well, sure there's also there's also if you there's certain topics you can go into academic websites and really dig deep into the books because that's you can find a well lot when you when you start getting into stuff like talking about finding your answers from source and accessing the akashic, the akashic records or however you want to say it because i say it wrong all the time a lot of times i lose people like because they're just like wait a minute what kind of batshit nonsense is jim bob talking about and it's just like that's okay you guys i'll still love you and one day i hope you understand this conversation and come back to this message and maybe get it i mean because look, there's well, so discussions many things. like this are the ones that are going to get them to come back it can trigger because yeah it it, now it's going to sound like it, it is a trigger and it's meant to be it's not going to trigger anybody everybody but it's not right. meant to Right. There are those that are never going to get it. And we're, I, we're not okay. going to spend any more time trying to talk them into it because that's, that's okay. not what I'm here to do. Right. I'm not here to try and, and encourage you to understand what I understand. You got to use your own discernment, come to your own conclusions. All I'm telling you is what I know my truth is. And here yes. it is. And not only true, somebody has put it, made it possible for that to have been photographed. And who and you can tear the photographs apart all you want. That's up to you. But again, you got to come to your own conclusions. And and who is anyone else on on this planet to try and deny your truth? Like that's something I try to explain to people all the time. Like I'm I'm big at taking in information from any angle, you know, regardless of if others find it off or if others find it fact or if others have never even heard about it you know like i i just like taking in the information because it's someone else's experience here like your you know you you had this first-hand experience and do i believe others have had this first-hand experience absolutely and i think sitting here talking about this stuff will hopefully inspire them to come out from wherever they're hiding and actually talk about this kind of stuff because man I, maybe the more we talk about it maybe the more these light beings will show up in everyday life you know what i mean like that'd be pretty awesome i'd, I'd be all right with going back to the level of being able to see those things and not just my kids talking to them yeah they're absolutely here for that very purpose and they understand how close we are now before we finish and i know we're, we're going on like we well like we can um, Kumu had sent me a voicemail that was about eight minutes long. I put it on my YouTube channel so everybody can see that because I still wonder what is all this about? Yeah. Well, she went on in that to explain we're getting enhanced light through the sun now. And that enhanced light is here and coming for a purpose. That there are pieces of it that were meant for humanity, um, but there were portions of the light 
that even these light beings are helping us adjust to and however we need to acclimate to it, that's what they're here to do. This is part and parcel of how our physicality is going to change. That light is what's going to turn us, these carbon-based bodies, into crystalline. That's what she was talking about. So when, when I tried to come, what the hell is all this light stuff about? When I stopped for a moment after all this had happened, then it occurred to me those ceremonies on that Friday and that Saturday when those light beings were in the plants and whatnot, that that had to have been some type of a validation. Because had I not met that criteria on Friday with whatever contact I had, she wouldn't have come back Saturday. Why? There'd have been no reason for her to come back Saturday. But apparently whatever condition I need to satisfy was done on Friday because here she came back Saturday with the, all the things I told you about the picture she took. I there. think I, I, you know, I guess as from some, as someone looking in, I see, I see that, you know, you were willing and ready to take this adventure. You know, you, you, you were ready to set sail anywhere. You know what I'm saying? You know, you like you, you were willing and, People, I don't know. People are out here, and they they don't like to believe in magic and vampires and werewolves and fairies and all kinds of things like that. And I'm just like, no, you need to pause for a minute and actually take all of these things into consideration because the idea comes from somewhere. Bandit likes to point this out a lot too, whether it be lore and or what we read as myth and lore. Like you know, at at some point in time in human history that was someone else's truth just like this is your truth and for you to deny that that was their truth you know is is ridiculous and you should actually take a lot of these things into some sort of some some sort of consideration whether it be the puzzle piece that you're missing or even if all of this kind of stuff is just brand new to you and you're just like what on earth are we these guys going on about like there's there is information about all of this stuff out there of course i'll I'll definitely share the stuff that i have and all of those pages you guys don't even have to hesitate on that like that's there's i don't i get i sent you some pages uh you did I, I actually have them pulled up because uh, the the first one shows a uh, petroglyphs that were made in the you can find this in a specific part of puerto rico beautiful waterfall area leads you to waterfall area it's gorgeous so play that at second 30 forward like you're going to start so play that turn off sound and then at 30 seconds forward you'll start seeing it so this beautiful area uh this is actually an id but this is also present in puerto rico because um, okay. hey so caribbean uh because there's something i literally look like a something exactly like that in puerto rico but i i, I realize now the puerto rican one the gap is much bigger but these petroglyphs, because uh, the Tainos existed in what is uh, La Española, which is Haiti and Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. And then they're going to show you the, like more up close. And there, I also oh, put wow. up links. So you see the style in, in relationship to what I was saying before, um, that there's a particular old style. And... There's other links there of a pipe that also has an alien and another pipe that also has an alien. Uh, one is a uh, 2000 years old. 
uh, either it says, yeah, they wrote 900 to 100 BC. Um, but you can check out the other links, the Antique Navigator. Well, <laughs> evidently, okay. the, uh, at least those were from Jalisco, uh, found in the Jalisco area in Mexico. Oh, okay. Um, See, what I what I find interesting about this is is that this is more of that different parts of the world where exactly you know some of some similar things are existing. So, in some form or another, these people had to either have contact with each other or had contact with the same. Beings. look at that look at those eyes look, look at those, at those eyes. eyes and look at this a, one. this one right here was pretty this is a pipe so this one because i was looking it's like let me look for alien pipes to see what i find and then bada bing look at that face <laughs> and just try to zoom in a bit and you're gonna see like uh some some interesting points of it so i i at least this one is uh i forgot if it's dated if it, they mentioned the date for that one but again, um, from from the Americas. So who knows where that pipe came from? But definitely fascinating. No matter what the age, uh, it's definitely a fascinating looking piece that I hope she they one day give access for a museum to review, because um, I am sure that people would follow the chain of command. And what they can usually do is they can research it with them present in the room exclusively um that way if she that's a, another way to validate herself have people like and she needs to be present with the, the, the thing in the room that's fine some people will do that they'll they'll take the extra steps to be with her as they're like doing research with the piece yeah I mean, she's not interested she could care less whether anybody else really believes her she is oh, in the I'm, same place you are at i'm at jim bob bandit we have come to our own conclusions based through our experiences and no, whether or not somebody the, gets it, the, the, the messaging, the, the, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of that, you know, yeah. that or on... the symbolism to find out it's like it is connected to a society. So like or, or putting it on the Internet, which it was now. Here we go. I do. Well, the Internet might figure it out. <laughs> I do. I do find it fascinating, though, that this it's more of this ancient ancient artwork and ancient sculpting that depicts alien looking beings you know like just how like can the, you not say there hasn't been influence when you see those markings yes. on many things it's you, it's everywhere really can't, it's everywhere yeah right it's an old cave paintings I yes. love tetraglyphs. <laughs> I go looking for them just like you do. There are some wonderful ones that were more Indian and not you know, the, the types we're talking about that are in Arizona that I found. Uh, there are some in Nevada and Valley of the, um, Valley of the Fire. Um, there are tons of petroglyphs there. I like to find them to see, you know, who did this? It just makes your mind wander. How well, long has it been here and who did it? And so you how did it last this long? No, the, the weirdest part is you imagine some of these petroglyphs are like Johnny loves Ivy like, <laughs> like, or like get Garth sucks ass forever. And it's like 5,000 years later. It's like, they Garth sucks a, ass. Uh, okay. <laughs> there was a uh, thing on Twitter where somebody, it went, it went way out of control uh, with the quote, with the quote tweets and being retweeted. But if you had, the ability to travel back in time um, 10,000 years or something and write four words 
on a cave wall that would guarantee to be found by, by Bitcoin 2011. <laughs> what would you what would you write? And it went absolutely out of control uh, about what these people were. A writing. dad joke. Or four words, bro. You got. You only get four words. You got to be creative. Who touched the thermostat? Who touched the thermostat? You know, Um, it's high hungry. I'm dad. I. (laughs) But no, I yeah. Sorry to get way off into. No, no, no. I mean, but then and you know, it's It's it is message to time. It is. It is a message to time. That's the thing. Like we, I try to explain to people even now that the language that you and I speak in a thousand years, they're going to be trying to decipher it and talk about Absolutely. what the hell are these weirdos on the on these on the screen talking about because it don't make a lick of sense. So, so, so no, anybody because... research research old English. Just oh, look up I old English on TikTok and try to read yeah. it. Try to no, read no, no. old English. I follow a guy uh, that specializes in the ancient languages. He's a young kid. I've, he's I think po- I've seen what you're talking he's about. He's a polygon. Yeah, I think I know Redhead, what you're talking about. He's real, great. He's red hair. I'm going to find. Uh, he he, re- he sh- straight up, I, the amount of old languages he knows and speaks is mind-numbing. What he understands and what he can read um, and speak. Um what everybody thinks that they spoke, you know, even just a thousand, two thousand years ago, English wise, is not unintelligible to what we understand as English. Exactly. We would understand like a word here or there, but first of mm-hmm. all, the whole lexicon is based off a, or a class of, of objects that you don't generally utilize. So that's yeah. part one. Uh, the Chinese, for example, when they speak of an object, they don't speak of an object like you would normally or even genders they the way you would think it. about you, it normally. Do you, guys, do you guys think emojis are basically us going back to like... Yes, 100%. I do. Absolutely. 100% emojis are hieroglyphs. A way dumbed-down version of hieroglyphs. A, di- a digital, a digital version of hieroglyphs. dumb digital they version really of hieroglyphs. Is, so. I mean, yeah, absolutely. No and doubt. You about know it. what it means when you look at it. You but don't you need do. to utter a word. That's true. You I use them all the time. Actually, just in the just in my life. Imagine when we start using memes to create just whole yeah. sentences. The whole par- the yeah. whole book is written. Wait, you, oh, that's you a good book. You, Wait, you, don't, already, book you, don't do, you don't already do that in group chats. We have whole conversation <laughs> in memes. <laughs> we can have a whole conversation with gifts and memes. In just the forty years I have been shit 41 years i have been on the planet you can actually see the dumbing down of the english language right now or is it the I mean, evolving it, of it it's in an evolution oh, i mean it's a, it could be a mixed bag up, dude. it There's could no, be a mixed bag evolving Find it this could be a mixed bag evolving well that's the thing about language that's what that's what they said probably Isn't, 150 years ago okay. when we started expanding into the Americas and people started I mean, expanding on the language. Uh, so I can is tell it, it devolving or are we making it simpler? Do you think is, the English of the, oh, from are, England okay, didn't yeah, think we, we were devolving making, English? Think about it. Didn't you think that the, they have all oh, those Americans? They're, oh, deep, yeah. they're yeah. fucking up our English. Oh. Oh, dude, people, I, I get it constantly because I have years ago. I, I butcher things when I try to pronounce it. And a lot of times I do it on purpose, even because why not? 
Are, the English language is like seven languages dressed up as one in a trench coat, pretending <laughs> well, to be two. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one that's misunderstood. Axe. So when people say axe, that means like ask. That is really old. I thought it was something that was done in like a few places. No, it's really old, is, too. That is like, I think, over 200 years old. And I was like, oh, God, dang, I was so wrong. During the American Revolution, it, they were shouting yeet. Really? You just do, you just that old yes. too? Why don't you see I that's mean, another example? We think it's like colloquial and it's old as no, hell. Like they wanna you, you need to look up like how long like what we would consider four letter ex, or four letter expletives, how long those have been around. Not 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 as long as people think they are like i mean there's you can source most of them and that's another thing that i do like to point out is what people consider bad words today probably yeah. weren't bad words at one point in time and might not be bad words i mean the they're not bad either. words in another country exactly. go to australia and i can say every other word and it's not a bad word over there. right they're charged with they, your intent uh, exactly that's right. that's right they're charged with intent and that's the problem we have with the censorship of words is irregardless that that person wrote a disgusting thing and nobody should respect what they wrote. The reason they wrote freedom of speech was because sometimes you will state something controversial and that something controversial needs to be stated for the idea of who they represent to be expressed for you to listen, regardless of how disgusting, evil, degenerate and stupid it could be. You have to allow them to say it. You are you correct. Don't need to listen. That's, That's right. the point. You don't need to listen. You don't need to allow it to be sold in stores if you don't want to. Your store can say, "I'm not." I do. Any store has the right to say no to a book, no to knowledge, and 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 that's the way we should do it. It's by by choice. Like this person is taking the choice, not by an an over force saying, "No, you cannot do this." Like, look at the substances that we ban. We ban substances. We're now deep. We're now decriminalizing. Uh, mush uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Now they're decriminalizing ketamine. Now they're decriminalizing uh, e ibogaine and LSD for therapeutics and dimethyltryptamine and ayahuasca. Now it's being thought as, oh my God, this is very healing. This can bring people a lot of internal peace. It can help people with understanding themselves in ways they 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 couldn't fathom to understand themselves. Yes, they should all be respected and they should all be treated with care because these things certain people that are sensitive in certain ways they're they're to, them over their the tool so their tools but they're to be they're to be taken carefully they're not yes. toys what i'm saying is they're no, not toys. It, it's they're not recreational whatsoever it's, they're to assist you to they're assist to assist you. you and the thing yeah. is I've, i told people it's like you use this in a therapeutic environment and it's it is on like incredibly powerful to you i have i have i've had a wild Not idea a for years i've had a, i've had a wild idea for years and people people laugh at me for it but i've always been like no you know for, i think for your 18th birthday you should be handed one of those of your choice and dropped off in your paradise whether it be a walk through the woods a walk through the desert hanging out at the beach whatever it is and i don't want to hear from you until you know who the fuck you are because instead of instead of just throwing kids to the system, listen, instead of just throwing kids to the system to either go to college, go to work or go to the military. Like, why not give give, give them a chance to find it, themselves? I heard it suggested. I think it took place in England. It was a while ago that they wanted there was a group that wanted every politician to undergo ayahuasca. 
Oh my God. That would be yes. so amazing. But, Every all of them. Just to, imagine how many would, of them that would, but it might kill the, the reptiles. Would speak the truth. <laughs> the right. next day they're like, I am get sorry. Get it on video. They need to get it on video too. Ask them questions and get it on video. You should force all members of Congress to do ayahuasca twice yep. in, in a two-day <laughs> period. And then like see what happens like how many of them flip <laughs> i mean there's sociopaths that won't really get affected and there's people that will do nothing to them because this is the scale of the problem is some people then have the problem i didn't see anything i didn't feel anything i did feel something but not everybody gets because a certain part experience of the matrix bro they're, they're also there's a bro aphantasia which is a whole different thing it's because they're it's because they're not they're npcs and they're part of the matrix that's why they didn't feel anything bro <laughs> i mean that is that is terrifying to think that is totally speaking. like yeah but if if something like that were to be true which is horrifically terrifying to even contemplate well, that, because npcs don't have souls so exactly yeah, they wouldn't be able to react like, anyway so, hey but free guy have one man that's terrifying to think. I, yeah, I'm. I mean, yes, it's terrifying, but uh, there are some instances, man. That yes, yeah, so I hope it's an think. NPC. I hope it's an NPC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I really hope it's an NPC. Like, think about this. Have you ever seen your neighbors take in groceries from the store? Yeah. No, I have. Well, you live in an apartment building. Like you, no, your neighbors are. I don't live in an apartment building. I would take this camera out and show you. But no, your, your I, neighbors I are like just out. outside no. of this wall. No, I mean, I walk out and I'm in the street. Like my door leads directly to the street, so oh. I do see them every. I I see their cycles. It's it's actually fascinating that I walk out. I literally sometimes just walk outside the exact same moment as somebody's that I know is passing by, and 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 it's gone to the point of weird. Um, like I'm like I'm no I'm like like my it's subconscious knows when to go it's when knows to when out right oh no I've had that bro. feeling that's the oh, thing on I it's terrifying man like you get the feeling that like everything is on a repeat like you could stand outside and watch the same car go by a few times it happened to me the other day the same car twice <laughs> oh, once going know, one way man. four hours later so so I go out twice in one day one like one time. Uh, one Corvette passed by. Then a second Corvette, but the second Corvette is like this disgusting, weird ass blue. Um, and then it just passes going down. We'll come in. Four hours later, I walk outside for no reason. I see the exact same car going in the opposite direction. The only, the only three times I only went out three times that day out the door, and the two of them I saw the same car. <laughs> you know, there's no coincidences I've come to understand, but I don't know what the connection is between right? Corvettes. Glitches in the matrix. It's glitches in the matrix. Do you, you, you guys ever? You guys ever been sitting at a sitting at a red light and like look around for a minute and see? And maybe not you, Luis, but like I know Bandit will relate here. You'll see like the same car one right after the other, like identical oh, car. Oh, I've seen it. No, no, same here brand. It, here it's trucks, pickup trucks, trucks, car, trucks, cars, minivans. I've seen. I've seen all of the above. Yeah. Aligned perfectly. I mean, sometimes they're together. I've realized that. Yeah, and together. I'm just like, whoa. What's What's worse than that, though? Okay, because we can. Or things stuck in the air. What's worse than that is the amount of people that dress, act, and behave, and have the similar mannerisms out in public. Like because that's the different. that's the indoctrination. No, that's that's, yeah. that's more indoctrination. At the end of the day. You have a lot of indoctrination and somebody was just saying, 
recently. Okay, and I, there's a guy that I fuck with. I don't way. think it's indoctrination. I think it's like that is. Do okay, you? So yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe it's indoctrination. But I mean, but it's the way. It's the rules. So you follow people, the rules. So everybody looks the similar, same. Yeah, similar. Have you ever broke the pro, rules? Like programming. Yeah, like programming. I go into the elevators and face the wall. Yeah, and you've got these people. They dress the same. They act the same. They have the I, same. There was mannerisms. an experiment done with that too. Yeah, the, the guy stayed in the elevator, and it forces I've, people to I, look at the have, other way. I have found a line outside of form a line outside of a random door and see if people get behind you. Okay, yeah. no, I have found a weird way, and this is so wild. I have we found a so weird way. Subject. I know, and it is, but it's it's still the same at the same time. But I have found a weird way to actually break that little matrix chain when you see things like that. Okay, and this is the showing. Okay, you're basically showing out in public. Okay, because all this stuff going on around you is just like the Truman Show. Like you're sitting there talking, bandit. And if you want to prove that about the mannerisms and the fact that sometimes you're surrounded by NPCs, be weird as fuck. Like, and I have found a secret. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll do it. It breaks, it breaks the Matrix code so much because everybody, like, you you definitely show that, like, the NPCs are around you because it just fucks the system up. And everybody's just like, wait a minute, what is this walking past me? Well, well and that's it's, also like peacocking, indirectly speaking. Maybe. Maybe but that like, is a trait. That is a trait of humans. Definitely. You can I mean, but it, it is just a me thing. Time. Like I totally love to have my wild socks. Like you can, Ooh. I go to work every day dressed like be you be comfy. I don't like, know how those boots are comfortable, but Hey, if those boots are comfy and I love, and listen, I love, I love, I love knee, like knee higher, higher socks because I just like long socks. That's just always been a thing of mine. That I've actually been made fun of for years, and that's why I just made them worse by making them bright. <laughs> like I mean, I get the brightest ones I can I, find. I run around say, with like, them. Oh, look there, there he goes. Here comes, here comes the pirate. And, and today they do like, just so happen pirate. to have, they do just so happen to have anchors on them today. Like that was that was unplanned. It just, it just falls into place, I guess. When on the days that I like to have them different i don't know i've probably got 20 30 different pairs of socks that are just wild as hell and you never know which pair i'm pulling out in the morning because it's dark but i wanted to ask Lo, how do you feel is is the way people will come to start to understand an introduction to such a thing because there's so many levels to this right so what level to people what people can what level can people start from in order to evolve into understanding this space better you know, it, that's a really good question, and I wish I had a better answer than the one I'm going to give you, but I, I will say this. For whatever reason, over the last few weeks, I've heard from more people than all the rest of the time that this has been going on. So from the first inception, it just looks like more people are being triggered. Those images that you taught me how to do, and I put a TELUS out there today. I I've saw had some, hundreds, dude. Wow. Hundreds Wait, of responses back. Because you only made a few, and the few you made, could you show them? you like to show them? Are you open to showing um, them? I'm okay with that. Those were okay, the ones we've seen in email were amazing. No, no. Luis no, out here inspiring see. people with with his awesome yeah. work. Why did you see what he did? <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Like, 
I found you. I found you inside of the system. I was like, oh, that's you. I found you because I knew like I saw the images. I instantly thought this is him. I added I Luis, I added a longtime friend to that AI generating thing too. Cause he's get, he's getting into it as well. But like like he's a me and him go way back, like band jumping and doing roadie stuff and things like that and working in a movie theater together. And I, I had to get him in there with you, so he did get added. Uh, wow. So I keyworded inside Middle Earth, um, daylight. Uh, I was looking for a, a white pyramid and then, you know, small temples. This was kind of the first shot that came out. But yeah, when people saw this today, they went, holy cat, wh- who's the artist? I said, uh-huh. I learned how to work a program and this is what comes up. Then this was the one that actually the whole white middle temple in Telos was kind of triggered. It was bigger than what I had in mind. But, you know, you can't manipulate that AI program there's only degrees you can go back and you can maybe repurpose or try and get, get a different version or start with different keywords. But I practiced with it for a while. This was the one everyone seems to like. That is pretty wild looking. It's, it's almost like it is the little crystal city with the giant pyramid. In the well, then I got into thinking where would Toth sit? Well, that was one more middle earth, which was amazing. That looks like, and then a, I came like up with that ancient hut. Oh, this is insane. That one is the Hall of the Seven Lords from the Emerald Tablets. This is Toth's chamber in the Hall of Amenti. This is nope, that's the one in Amenti. The one before that was his new throne room that he's going to be sporting in Mount Shasta. But yeah, they're gorgeous, aren't they? You, and the, the fun part is thanks Luis. you you got to some of these pretty quickly so because i'm looking uh, at yeah. that one you did you got to oh. these in like two generations so i i couldn't imagine if you play around with it further keep forcing it like this one okay go back and keep asking variations variation 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 just like keep playing with it yeah and just just let it just just let it roll because this is a representation of of, of the expressed a knowledge based off certain data sets, right? Now, yes. the reason I simply say that in that way is it's still an interesting exercise into discovery is because you're analyzing and you're looking into what the c- culture of the human race has encompassed ac- in a small fraction. That's a small sample. Their sample size is not that big. There's another one called stable. Diff- there's another one that's coming up that will be gigantic and 163 billion points of reference. So we're getting to the point that, for example, the DALI system, it's 500 dimensional. (laughs) So it's reading it through 500 dimensions of of comparison. And that's how it's interpreting the data. I want to go back to the first thing that you asked me on how we would expect people to respond to these kinds of things. And there were a number of those that saw what I was trying to look, guys, I've been trying to think of a way to come up with an illustration so I can show you what I thought I saw in Telos. And when I put them out there, people that, when they saw the word Telos or when they saw the word Lemuria in the title, then the picture triggered something inside of them. Because they also said, I didn't know anything about that word before I saw it today, but it triggered something. And no. that's the way it's going to happen. 
Now, did any of those pictures trigger anything with you? Like, is any of those, how close are those photos to what you believe you've seen with your eyes? I, um, the, the last one that, tell us, the last one that I liked, and, and I yes. didn't pull it up again. Um, that was the one that I liked the best after many, you know, updates and many versions. That was the one that resonated the most. But I'll tell you, the one that triggered me the most was the one that Luis did and he sent me. Because that idea of the light path to the Hall of Amenti, that was spot on in my mind and what I would think it would look like. And I love that image too. I did too, dude. It's beautiful. And the remarks I got on that were fabulous too. So thank you again for sharing it with me. That was meaningful. But see, I mean, it's, 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 this goes back into the no coincidence. Like he, he was able to aid you in bringing something from your mind to reality with the help of this, these AI art generators. Like, yeah, I, I think they're pretty awesome. I have not played with them near as much as I should, but like Luis, he's got a knack for it. Like there was even, yes, a, he does. there was, there was a whole thing that went on the other week where we come across some pictures and we were, and it was like, these are claimed to be from somewhere. So I sent them to Luis and was like, Hey Luis, do you think these are real or do you think they're AI generated? And he used the AI generator and sent me back almost identical pictures. And I was just like, okay, sweet. I was like, I was like, at least, <laughs> at least he can help me decipher if this is somebody to give, you know, and sending then, me BS or and no offense. Like to, it wasn't like they were, they were intentionally sending me anything bad. It's just, there's so many photos out there nowadays. You know what I'm no, saying? Like this, it is getting this, hard to decipher real from these AI generated thing. things. This is the, the scary part that's coming in five years. Most people are not going to be able to tell what's real or fake anymore. Well, there's already like, this is like uh, completely happening. like fake. Um, I've seen uh, instances where people have made a complete fake TikTok account there's I, a no not you show the girl gen, they you show that a one girl, yeah there was the girl that created the guy that was from dolly meld, yeah from a meld of uh, dolly two, and the two famous people meshed them together yes. and then used her own voice and uh played with the uh voice sound of it the voice and made it into a male voice and then totally made up profile information and then made videos with this character <laughs> completely made up. I'm looking Guaranteed. at this. I mean, Twitter is full of fake profiles. Facebook is full of fake profiles and TikTok is even there. Like, there is, fake there videos. is a website. It's, you guys ever yeah. been to this website? This person's not real. I think it's this person's not real. Yes. I, I do know about this person's not real. It's not that actually you, is something if you've I do never have explored. I believe it's so this person does not exist. Sorry, is called this person does not exist. So you can go to this website and every time you're going to refresh, it's going to give you another person that doesn't exist. Sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks like Jake, like Jink. Uh, this is all based off of the, the original Dali Vikugang uh, project that was started around 2015. So we've gone from really garbage stuff to incredible stuff and this is more on the, the what the website is what how they do and what they're doing so that person doesn't exist 
Ciao. This is how they create a lot of fake profiles on Facebook and such. And the thing is, what the one of the reasons Dali is not accepting faces probably is to not support this. But other systems will be able to. You can just go to the main page and it's not gonna. I thought that's where I was. Oh, this is no, no, no. This with the spaces, that's not the right. That's not the same. That's a. That's like the breakdown explanation of the page. Huh. Just right. This person does not exist. Huh. The other, the second link. Go to the second link. Gotcha. If you saw in the search, oh, the there it is. Link, I got it. There it is. I just clicked your link instead. So these people are not real. And just refresh, and then I'll be a new person. And it's probably going to improve with time if they've been improving the, the script. So that's probably why there's no artifacts in the eyes anymore. But there were artifacts in the eyes that make them look fake sometimes. Hmm. The ears, they sometimes don't get the ears right. But they are getting the ears right now. Yeah. yeah. They're getting I mean, much better. Fudge. The, see the reflection in his eye? That was I a kind of an artifact. But that's fixable <laughs> in Photoshop in two seconds. You can fix that. Look at that. Just look at that. She has some acne. Like, this is freaky stuff. Is that Greta Thornburg's little sister? Hey, look, Time to move right to now. the next dimension. Uh, I mean, right? what incredible uh that looks like a like, politician a pro- right and that's the scientist that's working for the politician to write yep. fake news yep <laughs> believe the science <clears throat> and this and, the, and this chick claims she's indian oh <laughs> you should say that one it's like <laughs> you can meme a person that doesn't exist hey you're not insulting anybody maybe i won't get in trouble yeah, you can't get in trouble. This person doesn't exist. This person doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. I can make all the memes I want to out of them. Yeah. And you can download these images too. They let you download them easily. This is I mean, this is this is pretty creepy because there is even simple apps nowadays that you can take just the still photograph and make it sing. Mm-hmm. So if they can make you sing in a platform, and that's on and that's just well, that's all done outside on a server. And then they they let you download it, but I wonder what kind of artifacts there that are in their eyes. Yeah, it's just the the eye reflection is really hard to get. But look at the background; his background's all screwed up. Yeah, I've seen a few of them that had you know smudges and weird things, but but wow. you see, yeah, over that's the future is uh, very unknown. Skynet, it's here. Yeah, uh, we're training it. We're training it into existence. But this is the thing. Will this be the key, actually, for us to discover ourselves? Fair. Or because if you think about it, we're moving. We're 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 getting to the point where the processors are going to move things at an atomic level, so the the switches are going to be like atomic size. The as as, as I, I think I think there's going to be some folks that take the dive with technology, and then there's going to be folks that who refuse. Yes, that refuse and. Those folks are gonna have, I think, gonna have have different routes too. Like, there's gonna be folks that are are very likely to go interdimensional with Lowell here, and then there's gonna be folks that are gonna be stuck out in the woods, but, but, but like Bandit if, here. But what if the the, 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 the part of the trick they're offering that. you is that you'll also go interdimensional with the technology? What that I'm not the, the metaverse is not another dimension, no sir, no, no. But we can hey, mimic sh- now. Should, 
10,000 drugs that we couldn't do before. Google did a very complex project and they released all the data. They basically discovered how to make thousands and thousands of new molecules and drugs. So we now have basically an infinite pharmacy that we just created. Um, so things are about to get real creepy when it comes to even pharmaceuticals. They discovered that we can make psychedelics we didn't even know we could do. Hmm. Now we know we can. Interesting. Interesting. So I well, imagine in the future that you can just make it so you, you don't feel sad. <laughs> That's the only tricky part. That's the temptation. You're going to here head. we come. Because you don't feel sad anymore. Yeah, they're just going to pump you full of drugs, man. No, they can problem. just control drug. your drug flow. They can control your hormonal flow. Fuck selling you the drugs. The brain implant controls your flow. For example, oh, if, if you could have an implant that can. would cu- cure all your ailments, would you use it? No. No. <laughs> I'm human, man. I want to feel, feel that stuff. Because when you don't feel that stuff anymore, you're not human anymore. But what about you know what somebody mean? with chronic pain? So that's a good argument. Now you're getting into the, now you're getting into what about isms, man. It's like, but, but we're talking like broad spectrum, like everybody, like this is what it's going to take for you to progress in society from here on out. No, no, definitely. We're going to have to Flintstones Jetsons event. The, J- the Jetsons are going to be the ones that go for the technology and the Flintstones are going to be the ones that stay on the ground and potentially connect with wildlife. If you look at the difference, there's no animals in the Jetsons. Are you ready there's to get it, Fred? Because I'm ready. Barney Rubble's <laughs> here with you all day, buddy. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Fred Flintstone over the Jetsons. And guess what? George Jetson's already been born. He was just born. Um, uh, just He was born this year. It was born this year. Yeah, not um, long ago. Just a month ago, wasn't yeah, it, George Jetson? I think it was in, so, I think it, july or august yeah so july 42 years august from now when we have cities in the sky they damn one of our bear is gonna feel yeah. in this grave like whoa whoa i got it right yeah <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, that's exactly what it's what's gonna happen is there's gonna come a point where you're going to have to make a choice and uh you're gonna have to be prepared to make that choice you know because it's gonna be inevitable I mean, the people are doing that now, what did you say? That's already happening. The people making choices about what determines their future and what determines yeah, what they yeah, listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening with this. For everybody. For this, it, you can choose yeah. to pursue and, and, and think of this and, and think of his, his recent story and re, his new story about do you want to gravitate to believe any of this or do you want to completely ignore it? If you choose to explore it, what may you find and maybe exploring could be an alternative for somebody that really questions when they can never find the answer in the traditional sometimes obvious explore but always always verify too because there's also a lot of things that can people get distracted there's a lot of bad people that want to take your money and give you weird narratives in order to just extract money out of you and those are just evil intention people that are utilizing the the beliefs of other individuals into believing in the beyond for profit that those yes. are sl- swindlers that are going to go straight to anything we call hell. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you come across genuine people that just want to come and tell you their truth and prove it as best as they can, like Lowell here. And yeah. I personally am, I, I am greatly appreciative of you joining us and giving us that exclusive firsthand view of 
some of these beautiful artifacts and these amazing pictures and stuff that you shared with us here tonight. And uh, it's definitely the kind of things that make you think and make you want to look further into this or pack it on up and go up to Shasta and see what you can find. Like, come on, 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 Luis, let's get some DMT and go spend a week at Shasta. Just that happens more often than you think. Oh, uh, we're, we're, we're getting MEO5 because we're in California. We're getting MEO5. I don't know what that is, so you'll just have to fill me in. It's 100 times stronger. Okay, awesome. <laughs> it's Thank like you guys for inviting me. I appreciate it. I, I want to find a time to come back and hang with y'all, and we'll pick another topic, another Absolutely. rabbit hole because this is lots of fun. But look, the information that we got together to share is meant for your audience too. We'll see who that triggers and what happens next and you know where to find me. And now they know what kind of new content Jim Bob and his, you know, sidekicks have got. Again, I, it was fun. And I'm going to, I'm going to actually explore with other friends of mine that are actually um, archeologists. And if they can guide me to, Hey, Look at this stuff. Uh, any direction? <laughs> Trying to look at any direction? Because they could be like, oh, let me ask this person because they worked in ancient uh, Greek history, but they might, yeah. you know, people talk about this. When they're in that field, you talk to other people in the same field. So I, I, I find all of it fascinating and I, I feel awfully flattered to be able to that you shared it here with us you know like this is this has been a fun venture and i do hope you come back to hang out and just gab about other other rabbit holes and other situations and such because there's all kinds of great stuff out there bandit you got anything you want to ask or add before we get ready to shut out do not all good what about you Um, luis i wanted to simply mention that pieces that you got and the other the ethereum and the other Mick said you had if you find a microscope and put a small part of that, that under a microscope imagine the images you'll get out of that oh my just get a microscope and they're not that expensive either if you're if you want to explore weird stuff like or like you want to play with kids like you want to see weird stuff you want to see how a tomato looks inside <laughs> so it's always fun i'm getting one but i'm getting one and getting the attachments for the camera because nice. i've seen my friends work with uh with the microscopes and honestly there's if you want to explore the microverse um there's some really good uh tiktoks and really good uh youtube channels um that are incredible like it's it's so 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 beautiful to just look at the the world that is in front of us that we cannot perceive yeah and there is new technology that allows us to see inside cells and seeing them moving wow like if you for, forget what you've seen, we're talking way deeper than that. Like, and how everything's interacting with each other. It's really incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Well, of course you guys, you guys know that I will have all the links for fine and Lowell and all the things that we tried to discuss this evening and stuff and his websites and his YouTube. So you guys can reach out to him and even feel free to reach out to him on the UA social. And while you're over there, you can find Luis's links to get back directly to his website. It's down there at the bottom of the homepage of unconstitutional awakening. He, he totally sent me a cool little, uh, cool little symbol that's down there that it's like an Omega thing. And then 
I was like, yeah, let's run it. So it's down there on the page. So you guys can get to Luis directly too. And <clears throat> you guys know I can't end it without having something good for you. So uh, what did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? He didn't say anything. Piracy is a dangerous profession and life expectancy isn't very long. <laughs> Y'all have a great night. Thank you. <laughs>